You are listening to Mind and Body Intelligence for Entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Kate Reuter, and I teach entrepreneurs how to optimize their performance, become more resilient leaders, and break through their income ceiling. I will share my experience coaching six, seven, and multi-seven-figure business owners and expose the truth behind growing and scaling a successful business. Here we'll discuss mindset, work-life balance, wellness, and business strategy, and have real conversations about what works well and what doesn't serve us. For the nitty-gritty of entrepreneurial success, you have come to the right place. Hello, and welcome to episode 111 of the podcast. I hope you had a good long weekend, Memorial Weekend, and are diving back into this week with vigor. This episode today is somewhat of an extension of last week's episode where I shared more about my personal development journey and some of the things that I've learned through that journey that helped me with chronic pain. So I want to continue talking about this concept of evolution and changing the way that we live our lives. And specifically today, I want to talk about how the worst of the worst that we experience can change us for the better. But we're going to get very specific and practical. I'm going to give you some takeaways that you'll appreciate. What we're talking about is how you can leverage adversity for personal growth and how this changes our identity. It's really a process of re invention. You may have heard the saying, breakdowns can lead to our greatest breakthroughs. This is so true, both from my personal experience, but also the experience that I see with several of my one-on-one clients. So how do we make the most of these bad things that happen in our lives? Today, I'm going to share some real-life examples of this. We all have defining moments in our lives that may seem so hard, in fact, the worst in the moment. But those are the same things that often teach us lessons and help give us a new perspective if we leverage it in the best way. These moments are an opportunity for us to grow in a big way. They encourage us to revisit what is most important to us. They may remind us of how vulnerable we can be. And they can show us how strong and resilient we can be. What are some of yours? What are some of those defining moments you've had in your life? Maybe they've reshaped how you operate entirely, or they've reminded you of what is most important to you, your values. Maybe they've inspired you to make a change, or maybe not. Ask yourself, did you stick with it? Did you sustain that change long term? Or did you slide back into your old ways? And that is what I see happen to Often, So today we're going to talk about some ways you can better leverage those challenges, that adversity, to help shift and change your identity, to reinvent your identity. When I was diagnosed with melanoma back in 2013, my life shifted in a big way. Coming away from that, my belief about the purpose of living started to shift. 
and I made some immediate changes. But as my life went on, I found myself falling back into some of my same old patterns. It took months and months for the impact of that diagnosis to actually set in and remind me of how I wanted something different in my life. And it took that long before I finally decided to make some bigger proactive changes. But I remember thinking, cancer could have taken my life, but it didn't. What do I secretly desire to do with it now? I knew that I wasn't happy at that point in my life. And my mind started to go into overdrive, questioning some of my beliefs about where I wanted to be and what direction I really wanted to take my life. It was knowing that I could have died, but that I was given a second chance to live that began to shift my entire belief system and finally motivated me to take action. And I was scared. I was terrified. I didn't know exactly what the future would look like if I made big changes, but I began considering my options and stayed committed to making a change. It took me a year or so to finally come to terms with what I knew I needed to do. And then I made those changes. I needed to boldly make a decision, even with fear and uncertainty present. I needed to take massive action. That being said, the journey continued to get harder for me before it got easier. And it brought to the surface some new demons that I had to battle, old habits that I still needed to break. There were still some things I needed to learn and put into practice to ensure that the way I operated could catch up with this vision that I had for my future. I had to intentionally begin practicing this new operating system for myself consistently enough and for long enough that it became my new way of operating. Another example is one of my clients who recently went through an unfortunate experience of watching his uncle get very sick and almost pass away. After he witnessed and observed his uncle going through that, he took away some lessons. And in our recent coaching sessions, I asked him to specify what he was learning from that, what he was taking away. And he said that there were things he wanted to make sure that he didn't continue doing in his life. He realized that he had been so focused primarily on earning money and creating wealth, but from a place of fear that there wouldn't be enough. And that because of that, although he did create that wealth that he intended, it just started to continue. He kept going in that same pattern. And he realized now that he was not even enjoying any moments of just being present, being still, being quiet, or even being bored. He also wanted to make sure that he was doing more to live in the moment and enjoy the present without being so preoccupied all the time with earning money for the majority of his waking hours. But he understands now that he truly wants to live a life where he feels more present. He also realized that he becomes so used to this idea of being busy and productive and hustling all the time that he kind of felt scared and resistant to the idea of being bored or doing nothing. 
And as we spoke about what it would be like to slow down to create space, just white space in his calendar for him, for nothingness, he still found himself resisting actually planning for that. His mind was resistant to the idea because it was such a departure from what he was used to doing day in and day out for 16 years. But when he did the math of the numbers of his finances, he realized he has more than enough to even retire now in his early 40s, that he didn't even need to work. But his programming and the messages he received growing up and through his adolescence and as a young adult about money kept him from slowing down. Experiencing what it felt like to be broke as a young adult had shaped the way that he had been tackling his professional life and his path as an entrepreneur for about 16 years. He'd made the sole focus money, working, building wealth. And he had done an amazing job of this. But now in his early 40s, he's realizing that he can't keep going at that same pace, nor does he want to after seeing his uncle almost die. So now he is making some big decisions to let go of multiple consulting clients that he's had for years that have generated a significant amount of income, but that do not represent the work that lights him up anymore. He's shifting his focus to business ideas now that excite him and making a bigger impact on more people, even if that means a slowdown in his income stream. But because of the hard work he's put in over the last 16 years, he has this flexibility now. But this new strategy, this new way of operating goes against the way he's operated for the last 16 years. So it is a big change. Through our coaching sessions, he's learning that money doesn't need to be made strictly through hustling and working hard all the time especially when that work that you're doing feels frustrating or draining. So instead, he's creating space in his calendar, white space that is free of obligation or any planned responsibility because he can. And now he sees the value in doing that. Now our focus is going to be making sure that he stays consistent in that practice of this new belief system, of this new identity, so that he doesn't default back to his old patterns. But changing patterns that we have developed over decades is challenging. This is what happens. I see it over and over again. We think that we want to make the changes. And we often take the steps to do so initially, but before long, we bump up against that old version of ourselves, our old thoughts that didn't serve us or held us back, our old belief systems that made up our old operating system, and old habits that kept us playing small or sabotaged our potential for happiness. They come slowly creeping back. So... When we're faced with adversity or we experience a crisis and we decide it's time to make a big change, here is what I want you to keep in mind. What is the new operating system that you want to learn to adopt? Take some time to understand the new identity that you're trying to create for yourself. Write down 
what those new beliefs about yourself are that you want to practice consistently. And then next, focus on the energy part of it. This is not just about repeating those beliefs, saying them out loud, or looking at them every day on a piece of paper, but internalizing, practicing them to a point where you start to feel different. You start to feel the energy of that new identity. You're practicing the embodiment of that new belief system. The more that you feel the energy of that new operating system in your body, the easier it will be to adopt it through action. Now, it also helps to anticipate the places where your brain and your old identity might try to take back over. My client who has made these shifts expressed to me in his last session that he just feels happier more often, that tough things don't bother him as much as they used to. But it's hard for him to get used to that new way of being. We still had to be proactive in our session and put a strategy in place that will help him be more consistent in this new belief system and with the actions he's taking until this new operating system becomes the norm for him, becomes his new identity. It requires conscious effort to continue taking action from that place rather than letting the old operating system just take over again. I know other people in my circles who have had near-death experiences that having made it through alive when they almost did not, it reshaped the way that they view their life. But even then, what I noticed is I've also seen many of them make changes in the short term, but then over time, they revert back to their old ways. The bottom line is, life is full of unexpected challenges, crises, and difficult moments. But in order to fully evolve through and sustain those changes, we need to be more intentional about our new way of operating. We need to anticipate where we may slide back and come up with ways to prevent that from happening. We need to stay intentional every day and practice the tiny habits that make up the new version of ourselves. And we need to watch out for those old habits, old thoughts, the old belief system that so often wants to force its way back in. It is an active process, not a passive one. Here are some practical steps that can help you if you're perhaps in the middle of one right now. Take a moment to assess a couple of things. How do you describe the way that you used to operate up until the point of this challenge? What kinds of thoughts and feelings have defined you to this point? And then two, get clear on your new mode of operation. What is the new belief system and set of thoughts that you want to practice? When you believe those and you practice embodying those, how does it feel different in your body? And how can you practice this embodiment consistently, daily? Take the time to create a strategy, build a mental fitness plan for yourself to practice these new beliefs. How can you surround yourself with others who can help your growth? What kind of support would you find the most helpful? What defeating or sabotaging behaviors are you ready to let go of for good? 
And what other things in your life do you need to let go of to make room for this new way of being, this new identity? What are some new boundaries that you may need to set to help support this new way of operating? This is an opportunity to reinvent yourself and your identity. It's not going to be easy, but it will be beautiful as long as you stay consistent with it. Stay determined and honor the lessons that you've learned from those hard moments, how it's shaping you into being the best version of yourself. This is the kind of deeper work that I help my one-on-one clients navigate. They learn tools that help them best leverage some of these hardest moments into ones that develop their resilience in the most powerful way. They become new versions of themselves, better versions, with an entirely new operating system. And they get tools to develop and shift their mindset to a new way of thinking, plus strategies using their human design to help them optimize their performance as an entrepreneur so they can live a wildly passionate life that they secretly desire. This is available for you too, and I can help. Don't let your hardships, challenges, or adversity hold you back and keep you playing small in business any longer. Schedule a no-cost consultation for one-on-one coaching. I will drop the link in the show notes and do this before my rates increase this month. Don't delay. I cannot wait to see what you want to create. I'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to Mind and Body Intelligence for Entrepreneurs. If this podcast has been helpful to you and you like what you're learning, please leave a five-star review and subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. And if you want to spread the love, please share on social media, making sure you tag me because I would love to celebrate what you want to create. With passion, I'll talk to you next time.